Blog Talk Radio. Now give me my theme music. Welcome to the war room. We got Dez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premise of talk sports on a national level? Both with the topics, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, like the Fab Five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The 4 for 26, so the war in Kuwait is the war room. With five nights at the round table, five silly guys diversified and educated. <coughs> Yeah, what's good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts. I'm the Bull Dev Mac, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my bros. We got B. Austin, the Hot Block Commander. We got Jimmy, the Blueprint. We all in the building this evening, man. NFL Week 14 is in the books. Week 15 is on deck, which also means, as you guys know out there, fantasy football playoffs are here. Uh, there are also several stories from the week that we want to relax. Well, sit back, relax, bust it up again with your guys in the war room, the greatest man cave in the history of the planet. Episode 657 starts now. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the By the Hood chat room at blogtalkradio.com slash the war room, or you could join us on Facebook, Twitter, or IG at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes on the Digital Extreme Tech Hotline. That number is 323-410-0012. What up, fam? So we, we lost another one. Um, I guess one of the pioneers, man, uh, Granddaddy IU. Rest in power to him. Uh, how old was he? Like, yes. he wasn't that old, right? Like 54 or oh, something like that? He was 50. Like, yeah. <clears throat> he said he was yeah, 50? yeah. Oh, yeah. no, in, his, in his 54. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. said, uh, yeah, definitely in his 50. He's 54 years old. So, uh, Granddaddy IU, um, I don't know. I haven't heard. I don't know if you guys have heard, but the last I checked, they hadn't reported on the cause of death. Um, but the legendary DJ Chuck Chillout, uh, he basically confirmed the news of, of – GDIU's passing, so um, rest in peace, rest in power to him. Um, Pete Rock also uh, had put it out there as a like confirmation that that it happened. So uh, I don't know how it happened, but um, uh, for for the cats out there who don't know, or if you're a little too young, Granddaddy IU, um, he was the homie back in what was it, 1990. That's when he released his debut album. Um, uh, it had, what was on there, Jim? Something new, uh, Sugar Free, uh, yeah. stuff like that. So uh, shout out to the bull, man. Rest in power. So what's up with you, fellas? Also, re- also oh, rest in power to DJ Twitch, man. Yeah. You know I mean? Crazy. Uh, one of Ellen's slaves. Yeah, the internet out hey, here, is, the internet out here is slandering his wife because it was supposed to be a suicide, but everybody's out here side eyeing his wife, thinking it might be some snow bunny foul play. So we'll Get see out. how this story, uh, we'll see how this story shapes up. Umar then accused her, 
some white psychic lady from New Jersey done accused her. <laughs> well, we've seen this before. Yeah, yeah. Folks be looking for somebody to blame. <laughs> yeah. Bull just, Bull might have just took the cowardly way out. We we don't really know. Whoa, um, whoa, whoa. Those are supposed to be awesome and be awesome alone. Well, shoot, if you listen to the show at any point within the last 12 years, you know how, you know, B. Austin's outspoken thoughts about suicide. You know, he definitely labeled that the cowardly way out. But you know, I, you can't, you can't say that, that these days, man. That's taboo. We're supposed to show respect to mental health issues and all of that kind of stuff. Listen, so. I don't agree with that for a lot of reasons, but that's either here nor there. <laughs> All right, so um, rest you, in power listen, to Granddaddy yo, IU, DJ not, Twitch. Not, not, not to be insensitive to DJ Twitch, but we all come from a place at a time where we definitely have PTSD. We all dealing with mental health. We all okay. dealing with it. I mean, I mean, but you got to understand that, like, it, for, for a black man, though, it's a different time, and folks are dealing with a whole lot more. I, I, I was looking at a statistic today. It said something like black men make up, like, a little over 20% of the population. I mean, 20% of uh, – what was it? I, mean, I don't want to misquote the statistic, but it was kind of crazy. Um, hold up. Let me get it right now. It says black men make up like – it was a small percentage of the um, population. Hold on. Where is it? 49% of the black population is made up of black men. So we 49, and women outnumber us. Um, but in the black community, we make up 80% of the suicides. Man, it's rough being, it's rough being us, but yo, we having some um, chat room issues too for the, for the last two weeks. It says I don't know if y'all can see people in the chat room, but I'm in the chat room and I'm by myself. But our folks who usually hold down the chat room, Neil is telling me, and she told me last week, it sent me the whole conversation from the chat room and everything. Um, Yo. She says they're in the chat room, but it says the war room is not. So um, I don't know, people. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. We can't see. I know I can't see. Let me see my... Yeah, it says I'm in it. But... Oh, I see Scott. You, I see Neil too. Yeah. All right. Well, it's just me then, because I'm, Yo, I'm, I'm here. Neil, Neil, I, Scott, I love you, but I ain't been in the chat room in about half a decade. So we're gonna have to help. <laughs> Yeah, so Jimmy, you got to uh, keep an eye on yeah, that I because all I see is the war room, and I put hello, and ain't nobody last, else in there. Last week they was battling with the Grand Wizard of European clan. Right, I had to send y'all that conversation. Like I don't know who Bo was, but he was on one. But hey, thank you for listening. Um, all right, man. So before we get started, man, we just got to remind you that whether you're with us live or not at any time on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show. The War Room and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. You can do that at our website, warroomsports.com. Or, man, if you got your place of choice where you listen to podcasts, just, just search War Room Sports, man, because we're bound to be there. So there's never an excuse. If you listen to the Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you listen, man, there's never an excuse to miss an episode of The War Room, Tissue in the Tape, The Broad Street Line, Superstars, John Appetit, On the Couch with the Wilsons, and much, much more, man. So do that. All right, man, so these hot topics are brought to you by my bookie, War Room Family, 
It's time for you to keep making that money sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't tried them out, though, this is your chance, man. It's time to stop wasting time. Place a bet. You can lay down some money on all the biggest games in sports. You got one huge game left in the FIFA World Cup. Lay down a bet on that. But you can place a bet with us and thousands of other online players placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your bread fast without hassle. They even have in-game live betting. So you can place a wager after the game starts. So join now, and mybookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to a grand. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word, to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, get your money. That's all there is to it. So speaking of, FIFA World Cup final is set. Defending champ France will be taking on Argentina. So, you know, and breaking it down even more, we got an Mbappe versus Lionel Messi final. This should be a hell of a game. Um, what are y'all thoughts, man, on on the outcome possibly of this and how these teams got here in the first place? Your man Lionel Messi is on fire. Five goals Yo. in the World Cup thus far. I don't think the U.S. team scored five goals the whole tournament. Um, no, they, they didn't. didn't Ter- score they, five terrible goals coach. The tournament. Dude got five terrible goals coach. his damn self. Um, I was just um, – before before we go on, like, Jimmy is embracing a love of uh, – a new lo- a newfound love of, of football, and I appreciate it because I came to that place a little earlier in life. You know, we all used to diss it. I thought it was for uh, – I thought the sport was for the LGBTQIA community Yo. and, and, rich, and rich white people <laughs> That's early on in, early on in life. Yo, one tonight, yo. And <laughs> – like and then I found, in. yo, yo, Liquid Lou is back. I do got something in my cup, but we won't discuss that till later. Um, <laughs> okay, we all, I've been drinking, y'all. Uh-oh. Yeah, but but it's only vodka. It's white. However, I've I've come to a place where I love the game so much. Like obviously, it'll never trump. It'll never trump this thing of ours. Basketball is it. But you asked a question in the locker room, aka the group about how really how good is Lionel Messi because people are on his woody so hard that it's it's hard to justify it's hard to see how good dude is and I didn't answer you then for a couple reasons the first being it would sound like a ridiculous LeBron fuck him off yeah yeah it would it would have yeah, I was it looking for it. Like that, I was looking for it. But I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm gonna go ahead and say two things. Throughout his career, if you watch Lionel Leo Messi's highlights, I'm gonna stop calling him Lionel because I'm I, I my my tongue not working. KG aggressive um, as shit. But yo, the laws it's almost like the laws of physics don't govern Messi with a soccer ball. Yeah. That's the first no, thing. And, and I yeah. understood what, what Jimmy was asking, too, though. I mean, because if you're just watching and you're just getting no, 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 put no. on to no, it. No, I, I get it. No, as he's, gotten yeah. old, Des, as he's gotten older, he does what we all do with hoops, because I, I even call soccer hooping. Like, he don't have to do the shit he did when he was young to get them five goals. 
So he's right. saying right. 85 Let me let me let me add a because if you go to his high, that's what I used to watch because right. you know I'm not as deep. Let me let me let me add my perspective here real quick. Of the time that he get yo, it's it's like something you've never seen before. He didn't so, used to so be like add, that. He used to be my, running around all game, all crazy. Now he just chill like. Let me oh, add in my. Uh, Go ahead. Let me add in my perspective as a new as a new as a new uh, football lover, right? So, so first off, I gotta say I gotta apologize because I've been slandering soccer for a good decade, probably longer than that though. Because no, um, longer than that. Yeah, because I, I would say we've been on the air. We've been on the air longer than a decade. And you've been going strong. Yeah, it's true. I've been, so basically, I've been slandering. I've been slandering soccer all my life, right? But, but the reason being life. is because running all my life. Yo, Jimmy been slandering <laughs> soccer as long as his nephew's been alive. Yo, longer than that. But I'm gonna tell you why. Though. I'm gonna tell you why. <laughs> because it's always been told that told told to me that it's gonna be, um, the next great thing. It's gonna take over all the sports. Blah blah blah. And as a hoops lover, forget football. I love hoops so much. It's almost right. like I felt like that was a shot at basketball. But even beyond that, right? Basketball, yeah. yeah. But even beyond that, I also realized something else. So because people have constantly told me that soccer is, is, is their work, I've tried to get into soccer probably about a good ten times in my life. And I realized what the problem is. The, prob- the problem the is Americans. I, was, I was watching MLS. Right, I'm about to say you watching yo, Americans. Why didn't you come to me, bro? I could have listen, yo, don't listen, watch them. And, I'm, I'm, and I'm explaining to you, and I'm yo, going to explain damn, to you. That's a damn come. shame that somebody who doesn't watch soccer can look at MLS and know it's poo poo. I mean, l- listen, no, I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why though, because I can't bro, say that conclusion. He looked at it because, because, the whole sport. So when this world, <laughs> when, when this world cup damn. started, when this world cup started, I said, yo, I'm gonna watch this. I said, I'm gonna give it a chance. And as I watch it, I'm like, yo, the level this this is chess. This, this isn't the same. Different. This isn't the same as the MLS. They they move in a different speed. They have yo. different strategy. And e- and the reason I'm bringing it up now is because even what you said about like pacing yourself, like I was watching some of the best players and the, and the, and the, and the, the people that were breaking it down were talk was showing how they literally would go through like minutes of doing nothing. Like literally, yeah. through, but it's all a part of their strategy. Like, because I have to preserve yeah. until I'm called upon. Like, it's it's literally like um, it's it's almost like a Lamont came on our show years ago and described NASCAR, and he was talking about how when you get deep into NASCAR, you realize the chess that's being played. That's right. kind of yeah. how it is, I guess, with soccer at its highest. And level. a lot of us, my just problem is, I kept we weren't there with him. Like, nah, they just driving fast. No, we no. It, it ain't I think so they driving the <laughs> Listen, listen. Listen, but I, I, but for, I felt that because I, I, I sat great. down and watched a few of them joints after that, and I understood Under, understanding where he was going with it. You but made. I still can't. I can't do that all the time. Understanding the revelation, yo, bro, you you are forgiven, man. You subjected yourself to the worst of the worst. The only thing worse than MLS is like USL, and that's the that's but see, MLS. But, see, but I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you also what the problem is, like with soccer, right, or football, whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, is that. Because, like, it's too confusing, right? So if, I, if someone asks me to, they want to get into American football, I tell them to watch the NFL. If somebody wants to get yeah. into basketball, you watch the NBA. When I ask people about soccer, it's like, yo, this league, that league. Is, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's, it's the, way, the way the sport is structured. Yeah, and, and, also and, doesn't, and, doesn't and, it's, and it's new. It doesn't lend itself to a novice. The different leagues and the different countries do have a distinct style in the way they play their football. 
And like, because it, I'm Americanized, it, it, I'm like, well, MLS is the American version. We always best, so I'm gonna watch MLS. Oh no! And oh, then you oh. found out that that was the wrong. Thing. <laughs> oh no! We, we keep, I mean, you uh, can look. You keep. can look at the the World Cup competition. You can just see when America played. It, it's even different when they're playing. Like, yo, this is like a boring style of soccer Dog, in comparison I, yo, to what everybody me, else yo, is playing. Watching, watching <laughs> the dude. Watching the dude, um, Paul, the uh, Mbappe dude, right? It reminded me of like, watching Matt. <laughs> what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say, crazy. crazy but, flops, but, but suck him off, then, right? But listen, though, <laughs> when I watched him play, you know, it reminded me of um, like when I fell in love with basketball. One of the reasons was like watching Bird and Magic, right? And the reason is they were the first two players when I was coming up that I saw dominate a game without scoring a basket where you can yeah. pick up on the nuances and the movements and the things that they yeah. were doing that made their team successful. And I watched that, and the Mbappe dude do that the last two games. He didn't yeah. score. But I was watching on certain yeah. plays when his teammates scored, and he had five dudes hanging around him. Yeah. I'm like, yo, yeah. he just, mm-hmm. just him walking out there. Oh. Fuck him off. It's like, yeah. Fuck him off. Yo, yeah, why are you so aggressive yo, though? Shout out, we got a new favorite clip, yo. Yo, why shout out, so to, yo, shout out to KG for three of the greatest quotes in war room history. Yo. Yo, <laughs> yeah, we got a new favorite, we got a new favorite quote. But yo, like seriously though, like watching yo, that, I'm like, the, yo, keep the name of the episode. This... Now people probably know what those, uh, what that acronym stands for <laughs> on the episode. <laughs> the episode is called S E O T. Yo. But, uh, <laughs> but um, no, but seriously, when you watch someone dominate a game without scoring, that's when you're Yo. like, all right, so there's really, like, a mental yeah. part of this game, and that's when I got into it. And that was the whole Yo, thing with, the, with this last game, with this uh, semifinal game with with Messi. Like, he scored one goal, but he had something to do Yo. with all three of the goals that they scored. He's like, all right, he dominated. And then he probably he, he heard Jimmy questioning him because – as good as yeah. he has played, he hadn't played that well, at, you know, like he did right. in the semifinals. So he definitely no, he was old. You're catching the ball outside of his prime. There his prime. Well, here's a, he just, so, but here's why. But here's why, B. Austin, right? So I have this thing, right? And I think it goes through. It, it's outside of sports. It goes to music, art, culture, sports, everything, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm not a fan of a specific thing, but I know a person's name. That means that they're bigger than the game, right? right. So if I don't yeah, like country music, if I don't like if I don't like country music, but I know who Blake Shelton is, that's because he's bigger than the genre, the right? Music. If I, don't I mean, like, when you right. put on a Blake Shelton song, he better be cooking. Exactly, right? So what? So so I don't. I, I wasn't a fan of soccer per se, but like Ronaldo, like Messi, knew who um, Messi, Neymar. Neymar. It's like three names. Mm-hmm. It's like a matter of fact, it's five total names I knew, like Neymar, Ronaldo, Messi. Um, Freddie Adu and Jimin. That's all I knew, right? Those five <laughs> names. <laughs> Yo, those are the only five names I know. But, like, because they've been sucking Messi off the way they have on Twitter over the last, like, since I've been on Twitter, when I put the TV on, I was looking to see, like, a, a six, seven dude who was cock-beating and ran like a... Yo. Who ran like a... Yo, there was looking for the He's literally, literally the opposite of that. Boy, looking for seven. Yeah, he's literally the Yo, I was looking for, like, the ultimate alpha male. I was looking for a Giga Chad to come out there and score Yo. every time. Like, because that's how they talk about boy. They, he's, like, larger I could, than life. I could, I could, let, me, let me interject this. I could say. Messy, messy to Allen Iverson. All types of wild stuff. But <laughs> what makes him great, like, you've captured so much. 
Yo, the boy is humble, too. He's humble. I can't see Mac in the yeah. chat, sir. He said, where the hell is Freddie Adu? I don't know where that is. <laughs> Yo, he got a job at a gas station. I just know when he was a young boy, he was going so crazy that they was talking about him being, like, the next greatest Yo, global superstar. Jimmy, that, and that's because the MLS is so trash that they could let a 14-year-old that would have probably been pretty good anywhere in the world, he came over here and dominated grown men at 14 in a Bush Yo, league. I saw a boy, like, peaked at 13 or something. Like he went through his prime at, like, 13 or 14. But no, anyway, <laughs> Messi is Messi is humble. His impact on the game, like you mentioned, he don't have to score. And the crazy thing is, his goal tally is top three all time, like ever. And he's done that while not really caring a whole lot about scoring. Like the bull Ronaldo, also, he cares about scoring. Like he's there to score. Mm-hmm. Yo, also, right, just to add something. Add something else too about watching the World Cup versus watching, say, MLS is when you get to to see like the politics and the and the um all the geography at play, and that adds a whole nother layer to it, right? It, and right. and to be honest with you, like a little bit of the white supremacy, man. I'm tired of the white dudes getting all the penalty kicks, even though they ain't the ones drawing the penalties. Like I, I peep that, <laughs> like <laughs> like I ain't slow. I peep that, yo. Black man draw the penalty, the white man get the kick. Like, come on, man, what's up with that? But anyway, like that adds that adds a different layer to the uh, to the sport. I guess watching the World Cup. They don't do that in France. The Africans run France. And I ain't know Iran had Jones like that either, because they was in the stand. No, man. Yeah. I didn't know they didn't have to be covered. I was just assuming all. Yeah, of them I joined. thought they was all like slaves that stayed in the, the rich, That's the rich ones. Speaking of that, we're gonna mention something about that later because they they are they wilding over there in Iran about about their women. All right, so before we move on, man, just uh, prediction, man. Who y'all got? France or Argentina? Is France gonna become only the third ever nation to win back-to-back World Cups? I keep telling y'all this, like off air, man. I think that would be the most amazing thing, like to see. Because the World yeah. Cup, this big grueling tournament, right? So France yeah. wins. Four years go by. A lot of people, like the core of their team changes because dudes age out and all that kind of stuff. Everybody no. all over the world. Then they no, come back look. together. They go through another grueling tournament in the same damn nation. Wins again. I'm like, make, that'd be crazy I'm a, if I'm France a, wins I'm going to support Dev. I'm going to support Dev and really, really get him going crazy on that perspective. Yo, dog. I know, I know what everyone thinks Mbappe is, but their top three players aren't even there. Ngolo Conte is the best number eight in the world. Paul Pogba is Paul Pogba. We can get into that, but he's one of the best midfielders in the world. And the current reigning best player in the world, Kareem Benzema, was injured and he didn't make the trip. He's he's like literally the balloon, and, and, and they and they on the brink of winning this joint. So they would have just they on the brink of winning joint out. They're they top three been. players. That's crazy. Yo, shout to my man, shout to my man Dembe too though, because he be out there just looking like orange. Juice oh, Dembele. Oh. <laughs> yeah, he just be out there just looking like orange juice Jones. <laughs> so I ain't gonna front. I ain't gonna hold y'all. I want Lionel Messi to get his World Cup. I because do you know that that they, 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 they can stop overrating certain people. Right, he's in those goat conversations, 
But I, you know, from what I'm hearing, what I've been reading, yeah. a lot of people around the world are hesitant to call him that because he doesn't have he that that, he that World Cup championship. So I'm rooting for um, the kicking Ginobili's to to win the tournament. <laughs> but I, but, but you asking me to make a pick? <laughs> you asked me to make a pick. I'm picking France. Like I said France got Yo, more. France got more Africans than the African team. Yo, that's Yo. the last African Yo. nation. All right. They more and, African that's than another, another, dog. That's another. That's another thing about this. Looking at how we was dropped off everywhere, yo. <laughs> yo, we <laughs> dropped us off everywhere, guys. Every rest stop. Yo, every rest stop. Yo, yo. The, the, the French, the French, the French team got more Africans than a lot of African teams, man. They, they damn sure do. Yeah, so, I got that. Yeah, yo, so. I mean, if, honestly, I, I, with either one of these teams winning, I would be excited after watching this full World Cup because of what you said, because you get to see the dude who's a legend, you know, bigger than the sport, finally get his just due. But, like, if, 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 if my man Dembe and Mbappe and them get it, I ain't going to be mad either. So I'm just excited. I'm just excited <laughs> to watch it for one. Dembe. <laughs> yo, Dembe, man. Yo, because Dembe, Dembe the boy off Blacklist, man, because he look like him too. There's Dembe. <laughs> he's calling him red body, man. Dembe, man, yo, yo, <laughs> but um, you know, the funny thing about it is, right? I guess it's because as I'm watching it and I'm trying to learn, I'm googling things. The algorithms have just been serving me, dog. And you talked about how humble um the boy is, right? So the algorithm serves me. Humble. I, I must, I must not be serving. I must, I must not be searching enough. My algorithm. No, Dev, I'll go. Dev, I'll go serve him something else. They serve him that Seahawks in a, a Tumblr, Tumblr content. But anyway, Jimmy, so Jimmy, Jimmy said my algos need a comment. Yo, Dev, he said to me something like, "Yo, your algos is wild, baby." But listen though, so Netflix, Netflix sent, sent me a documentary on Neymar. They ain't never sent me this before, but I guess it's because you know my computer's just. Yo, watch, yo, watch you that, about, watch. But you talk about Messi being humble. Neymar ain't humble, dog. No. Nah. No, we're not humble. We're not. Neymar. Neymar, Neymar, I feel sorry. I think a lot Neymar of people because... were loving seeing Neymar cry the other day. <laughs> yo, they, yo, like, it's because they they set him up to play the villain, almost like that time LeBron was set up to play the villain, and Neymar really he, ain't the villain. He likes yeah. to smile and dance. Yeah, he's a party. smiling, fun-loving dude. <laughs> yeah. But he, yeah, 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 man. I, I get it. And so also, who you got man, for another thing. These niggas get to that chicken too, dog. You know, someone who's a pocket watcher. Every time I see my score, I look at the <laughs> I want his salary. See, I want Messi win. So the same, but France just seemed like they got too much, dog. I'm saying I'm saying France for political reasons. <laughs> All right, so we shall see. That final was this Sunday, um, as a matter of fact. So we'll be glued to the TV. If I'm not, I don't know. I got a AAU tournament this weekend. Um, you know, hopefully we lose so I can get home and watch the game. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> Yo, I mean that. All right, so our stat of the week. Our stat of the week. Don't y'all know the sun since Kanye tweeted that stuff about Chris Paul trying to get at his wife. The Suns have been one and six since then. Booker's injured. Aiton got injured. Campaign got injured. Chris Paul shooting 36% from the field and averaging three and a half turnovers per game. 
<laughs> is that the Kardashian uh, curse <laughs> heaped upon them? Yo. The thing yeah, about man. it, though, Yo, man, I he would... really did, like, the curse wasn't hitting him because nobody knew about it. But once that curse becomes, I mean, once it becomes public, then that curse falls upon you. But the Suns have been absolute trash since the day Kanye put Chris Paul business all out in the streets. Yo, I, I feel oh, bad for dude. Monty, yo, because Monty's such a solid coaching dude that he got to deal with the that that uh yeah like their window seemingly came and closed very fast. Like yo, that window. If, if Chris Paul was still with the Clippers and Doc was still there, they would deserve all of this. But Monty don't deserve this. He don't deserve this, yo. But their window came and closed so fast, and the reason is because, like, yo, them young West teams just be like they be. They be on the come up, man. Like these right. the Pelicans, they they ain't to be messed with. They, they you know ain't ready to deal like, with my man, Young Grizzlies. Grizzlies, job the Grizzlies ain't to be messed with. <laughs> these young teams, cause they be. And the funny thing is, as they're peaking, you see like the younger teams, like the Kings and all that, they building too. Like the West is like an arms race. Yo, and I didn't even know mm-hmm. this, um, brothers. Uh, I found this out last week. John ja Morant is now. My son's favorite NBA player. I had no clue. And then Uh-oh. after finding that out, I'm looking. I'm like, oh, the the, the clues were there. His screensaver on his cell phone is John Morant. I'm like, okay. All right. <laughs> all right, y'all get busy. That's kind of like, you know, yeah. I mean, we were a little older at the time, but that's kind of like us liking Allen Iverson. So I like it. Yeah, yeah. With it. Ain't nothing wrong with, with that. Y'all, y'all get busy. Like yeah. the West is a straight arms race, and like all the GM, all the GMs want to be the Lord of War. Don't even ask how. But like <laughs> the fact is, no Brittany. Um, they're trying to vict the bout, trying to win the victory over the bout. That being said, though, man, it's kind of sad to see uh, Phoenix fall apart like this. But the timing of it is crazy, considering you know you was Mbappe and Boyd White. So overrated. <laughs> yeah, he was Mbappe and her. Yo, he was a right. boy's wife. <laughs> so the NBA is renaming all of its annual regular season. Well, not all of them, but they're renaming a lot of their um, awards and redesigning some of the trophies. the The main one is the regular season MVP award. It's now going to be named after Michael Jordan. Um, there's a newly designed Michael Jordan trophy that they dropped to the world on Tuesday. And, like, if you look at it, there's a lot to get about it, but you have to read up on it. Um, There's a lot of stuff that went into this design. Like, the new uh, trophy update, let me me get some of the details here. The the trophy has a five-sided base, which is a nod to Jordan's five league MVPs. Um, The crystal basketball at the top consists of 23 points. You know, his number was 23, and measures 1.23 inches in diameter. Um, I saw a list. There was a, a whole lot more uh, that, that went into this as Yo, well. Yeah, who asked but, for this? Right. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess they just feel after a while like you need a, a, a bit of an overhaul. Just like with the championship trophy, they really haven't changed that over the years, but they just changed the name that's on the trophy. So I assume that one of these days is going to be the David Stern trophy because usually it's the commissioner of the league. 
Um, some of the other ones that were changed, in addition to the Jordan Trophy, the other renamed awards are the Hakeem Olajuwon Trophy for Defensive Player of the Year, the Wilt Chamberlain Trophy for Rookie of the Year, the John Havlicek Trophy for Sixth Man of the Year, and the George Mikan Trophy for Most Improved Player. And I assume well, in the next 20 years, they had, 20, 30 they had, years they had to get so, some mayo in there. 20 years 20, 30 years or so, that six-man trophy got to belong to either Lou Willville or uh, Jamal or, or, or Jamal Crossover. But, Jamal, um, but Jamal's name is too Muslim, and Jimmy would get into why that can't happen. Um, I, I find it funny. Do you think the defensive trophy will ever be the Rudy Gobert trophy? He shut the whole league down, so I don't think they like Rudy like that. Um just, you know, little tidbits. Elijah Ron, of course, was a nine-time all-defensive team selection who won Defensive Player of the Year twice in 93 and 94. Wilt Chamberlain won both Rookie of the Year and MVP in 1960, averaging 37.6 points per game in his first NBA season. <laughs> Havlicek was an 11-time NBA, all-NBA selection despite coming off the bench for several seasons, uh, though his career – predated the creation of the Sixth Man of the Year Award, so now he's just now getting his propers. Um, and Mikan was widely regarded as the league's first superstar, leading the Minneapolis Lakers to five chips in the 1940s and 1950s. So, so here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. I, I think it's dope, right? And I think the NBA, the NBA does probably the best job of kind of creating an atmosphere of like um, like a fraternity where they right. do the things like the 50 greatest, the 75 greatest. They always have things. They they do a great job of, like, um, building that quote-unquote brotherhood, right? Right. Um, obviously now they came put out people of the, that are still alive on trophies, so that's cool. Yeah, this seemingly came out of the blue, and that's kind of like what it is. It's like, you know, but, you know, some are gone. But, I mean, still, it's like it's a great honor for those folks. But what happens to the folks who get removed from awards? It's like, damn, what you do for them? Like, you know, it's kind of wild, but um, <laughs> I get it. And – it's like a running joke on Twitter that the NBA, like, intentionally is extra dramatic and always causes things to talk about. Like, all year long, it's seemingly the NBA always has something happening or going on that keeps the computers putin. Like, right, because so even, like even this, so, I, you know, we have, so I know other people have had the conversations like, well, you think this person should have had this? Because, you know, what I was saying originally, I'm like, well, MJ doesn't have the most regular season MVPs, so why isn't Kareem on that award? I was thinking, put Kareem on that award, put Jordan on the finals MVP, which they renamed for Bill Russell last year, and just put, put Bill, Bill Russell, Russell on, on the um, championship joint instead of, like, instead of the commissioner. I was thinking, I was thinking, move Bill Russell to the social justice joint because that's what Kareem got now. But right, you can put Bill Russell on that too. Yeah, because Kareem is on the social social justice award, which I didn't even know was a thing until I was doing research wondering why Kareem wasn't on the MVP. So, so, yeah. so my thing is after Reem, after Reem and Russell, ain't too many more folks that could actually go on that award because these dudes is cowards. <clears throat> but I'm just saying, or, like, or just put Bill Russell's people, name on everybody's court and just call it a day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, I don't know, dog. It's, but the NBA does a great job of of keeping us talking about them in some form or fashion, dog. It's always something, always. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me it's not intentional, man. That little, that little uh, commissioner dude be in his office cooking up some stuff. 
Mm hmm. Know why? Kanye will tell you why. Um. <laughs> anyway. Hey, uh, yo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you what kind of can't tell you what kind of doctor so, it is. So speaking of <laughs> speaking of, I gotta of get this that topic, out. See if y'all put that. Everybody. Well, not everybody, but you know, of course, when these things were named. A bunch of people took to the Twitter streets saying, well, I wonder what, in 2035, what award LeBron James is going to have, you know, in his name. So Evan Turner, All of former 76er, uh, number two pick, he came on and tweeted, if we ever have a bubble championship again, then that specific trophy should be named after him. Y'all know the Twitter streets came for his neck, but he don't care. <laughs> he don't care because he keep going right back at everybody. So after a few days of getting slandered because of his shade that he threw towards LeBron, he tweeted again and said, uh, he said, I've been getting harassed nonstop since I tweeted about the Bron Bron trophy. It's only fitting that I respond with this quote at the end of the day, all the people who want to see me fail, they got to wake up tomorrow and have the same life they had when they woke up today. <laughs> you know, he went to the Bron quote to get the Bron eaters off his job. And, and later on, it's still not over. He tweeted again. He said, dear Bron Bron eaters, does this suffice? <laughs> and he tweeted a photo of himself, and it says, uh, I still get it in Ohio. Um, P.S. It would be dope if they name a lake after LBJ in Cleveland, Lake LeBron or LeBron Lake or Lake James. Now that's classy. I didn't know that Evan Turner was this much of a troll. <laughs> he told yeah, everybody, he, "Look out like, here!" <laughs> yeah, he's a weirdo. Like, I know he got his own pod that he's trying to promote, but like, like, what, and the funny thing is, um, yeah, I think his podcast is called like Point week. Forward or something. The Point Forward with but, Andre Iggy. Yeah, but I don't know, like, what's your, what's your, what's your, what's your bra? Like, they might, that, that sound personal, the way he just came at him, like. Yeah, I mean, ain't he you know from I mean? Ohio? Like, maybe he don't like the props that, I don't know, maybe he don't yeah, get he enough props to Ohio. Ohio. He, he went to Ohio State. He went State. to Ohio State. I don't know where he's, he's from. Maybe he's from Ohio. I don't know. But, but yeah. he, unless he just, it's I mean, unless it's just, unless it's just guerrilla internet marketing, like, yo, how do I get more people to the podcast? Somebody's yeah, that's true. Because around the the barbershop, like, even, go at LeBron. <laughs> folks don't even care about taking L because all LeBron got to do is give him half a bar and say something about his irrelevance, and it's going to make the computer puke. But I guess right. he don't care because even if he look like a fool, that's going to bring attention to him. It's a weird time we living in, yo. <laughs> right. Like, it don't matter how you get the attention. You just get the attention. And Yeah, he's from, he's from Westchester. Well, no, he went to high school at St. Joseph's. In uh, Westchester, Illinois. Um, is that where Isaiah went? St. Joseph? St. Joe's? I think that's where Isaiah went. Yeah. Uh, I believe so. But he, they say he was born in Chicago. And he, um, you know, of course, went to Ohio State. But, yeah, Evan Turner. <laughs> poking at the king. Probably to get his ratings up. I guess you got to do what you got to do these days, man. All right, so our quote of the week. <laughs> I quote of the week is crazy. Yo, definitely needed to clarify this. This is not what I meant to say. Was trying to say those bugaboos in reference to haters and doubters. 
regardless of my intention, I understand the historical context of the term that came out of my mind, and I apologize. This is a quote from Robert Griffin III, and we're going to let y'all hear exactly what he said that, you know, was the cause of him having to give this apology. So so this was RG3 basically out there defending um, Jalen Hurts and his MVP candidacy. People said that Jalen Hurts couldn't get it done. He couldn't operate from the pocket. He's not the quarterback of the future. I think he proved all those jigaboos wrong. Yo, jigaboos, though? Yeah. Now, we've always looked at Robert Griffin III as the cornball brother. He's already had two white wives. Um, you know, you know how he gets down. So I'm like, I don't, I don't, I don't thing he said in his apology. I don't disbelieve he that two he said it by mistake. I'm pretty sure he said Dude, it by mistake. Right. But the fact that that comes off of his tongue so easily, do y'all think that's something that he and his wife use at home? <laughs> Of course, Yo, they hold up. I know he had. I didn't know he was on the second, the second one. Like he had two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He got rid of the first joint. He got he rid of Pop Ross and Tootsie Pop. Yeah, he on his. He I didn't know he was second joint. Oh, they a true milkman. Right. So yeah. shout out to uh, uh, Tobias. He'll probably call in later. Remember, he tweeted. He uh, hit us in the chat room. <laughs> like he probably thought he was at his in-laws' house for a minute, uh, talking to the wrong, <laughs> talking to the wrong audience. Yo, this dude. I mean, and, and is it that serious? I mean, he said he'd he be saying some wild moves, stuff but... on TV in general, but he didn't right, when he like, probably cross the line. But this ain't the first. Like over the last like year or two since he's gotten into like broadcasting, it, and it's the funny thing about him is people like love him and then people hate him. So either way, he works because he's always trending on like college college days, college football days, because he'd be just saying some he'd say some off the wall stuff. Also, I think he was trying to do that. Jim, you know people don't Went get in long-term trouble for saying stuff against About black people. people. Right. Yeah. So he was Ooh. doing all this in defense of, like, you want to defend Jalen Hurts that bad that you're calling people jigaboos? Like, Fuck him off, nigga. Yeah, Fuck, you you Fuck him off. off. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you hear Q laughing in the background, though? <laughs> that was that. That will never not be funny, it's like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Hard. All right, so speaking of that, Micah Parsons was on uh, Von Miller's podcast, and he was questioning the legitimacy of Jalen Hurts's uh, MVP candidacy as well. But, you know, this caused an uproar because he plays for the team that's one of the Philadelphia Eagles' main rivals. Um, he was basically asking, is it Hurts or is it the team? Is it is it the system and the team, you know, versus it being Jalen Hurts? So I've been talking to Eagles fans, all we Eagles fans are all up in arms. Everybody's all offended. Personally, I'm like, I think it's a legitimate question. I think we're upset probably because who's asking it. And then on the other hand, we always want athletes to be honest with their thoughts and not say what we want them to say and all of that kind of stuff. As soon as one does it, everybody's acting like he's the worst person on earth. The reason I say I think it's a legitimate question um, and what I had to explain to a lot of 
people because people are like, well, when such and such and such and such do this, they don't question that, which is really not true. We just like to make those comparisons. We like to do the whatabouts. Um, I think it's a legitimate question because I ain't going to front. I've asked the question myself. It comes because the, the, the improvement came so quickly. It's like Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts was a mediocre quarterback last season, right? Then Howie Roseman goes out and puts an absolute squad around him, offensively, defensively. You already knew what he had in his offensive line. And now this season, he's in the midst of MVP conversations. Team is 12-1. and one, So I think it is a legitimate question. Like, if the team hadn't improved the way it had, would he have? Now, I'm giving Jalen Hurts all the props in the world because whether the team was this good or not, dude heard all the criticism. Instead of taking it personally, he took it and went to work, got better, improved on all the things that a lot of people said he wasn't, and some people went out on a limb and said he'd never be. So I'm loving it because being a fan of the Philadelphia Eagles, this dude is saving us two first-round picks that we would have probably had to package to get a franchise quarterback if this dude came in and shit the bed this season. So now a team who's 12-1 and one after, you know, 14 weeks. It's a bye week in there, people. I'm not, I'm not bad with the math. But 12-1 and one after 14 weeks could possibly go to the big game. They're still one of the better teams in the league, and they get to get deeper with, with first-round talent, you know, after this, this upcoming draft. And, shoot, we owe that all to do in the fact that he improved the way he did. But I think the question Fuck is legitimate. I just think the fact that it came from who it came from has Eagles fans all up in arms. Did y'all have an issue with the with the question? Because he gave him his props, you know, while he was talking about it, but he just didn't know if he. No, I told the truth. He 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 told he told the truth. Um, to a certain extent, most quarterbacks are system quarterbacks, but you know it, it's. I think that people are taking it as he's discounting Jalen Hurts' abilities as well as his accomplishments this season um, to an extent. And, and But, I, listen, honestly, I agree. I agree about 95% with what he said, but I knew how it would be taken by the fan base and and how it would be taken by those that want to see out um, – you know, it, it yeah, annoys me, B, and, and Jim, that the fans care about the stuff that they care about. Like, every week I hear Eagles fans bitching about people on ESPN saying that somebody else is a Super Bowl favorite over the Eagles. And it, why, do, like, why do fans care about that stuff? If your team is what you say Yo, your team is, your team I is going to handle that on the field. And Philly, Philly teams have notoriously been better as underdogs anyway. So let them dudes get the, the notoriety. Let them get picked by this person. That Why do they put so much stock into what these talking heads say? I don't get it. Because just, that no, no. is where they get, that's what they get their satisfaction from going on day in and day out. Like, yo, these sports talks, they understand psychology. Half of the time when people say things or do things, they don't believe in stuff <laughs> anyway, man. But you've got right. you to keep the computer computing, man. Like, and. You put you get the people by like pulling in their emotional like it, it makes them emotional. And you that's know, the, what it the is, man. Like, the producer probably go in for the show like, "Yo, if any of y'all got the heart to do this, 
you know, little bonus in it for you. Go ahead and say Dallas is better than Philly. <laughs> like, like, Yo, because my thing is, my thing is, and Dallas and Philly, Philly are bitter rivals. They're bitter rivals. Both teams are playing well right now. Like, they both already have double-digit wins this season. It's like, what you want him to do? Like, he's supposed to, like, throw a little shade. I think that's that adds to the game. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, listen, you're lucky I ain't in the league because I would throw shade even if it wasn't true. But we hate them. They hate us. Why would this get under – like, why would What's this make fans feel – first of all, what do you all always hear fans say? Like, man, we hate them. I hate when our players be out there yucking it up with cowboys and this and that. So now the cowboy come out and tell you that your quarterback ain't as good as you think he is. Now y'all acting like it's the worst thing ever said in life. Okay. Let your team listen, and your man, quarterback go out there and prove it. But listen, man, if anybody is, on that man, team is, can talk, it's bull. <laughs> because this this a life lesson. This a life lesson, man. LZ. Because no matter which way, no matter what you do, you're gonna upset somebody. So just do you. So I mean, we'll see. I mean, I'm I'm a diehard Eagles fan, and I have the same questions. I'm like, at this point, I think I'm I'm satisfied to the point where I'm like, okay, we don't need to use those two draft picks to package up a quarterback. Now, all that can change if we go into the playoffs and play like last year. We don't have to win the Super Bowl. We don't have to get to the Super Bowl. But as long as we don't get into the playoffs. And these dudes are mic'd up, disrespecting our quarterback like he's the dumbest dude on earth. If he's gotten past that point, long and you don't behave him, like McMahon, <laughs> and they're respecting him, I mean, then mission accomplished. But if you go back to how Tampa was talking on the sidelines in that playoff game last season, it's like yo, they had zero respect for dude being able to beat them with his arm, and the people who wanted to see Jalen win which they don't understand. Like, if he's in green, we all want to see him win, but some of us are more honest than others. So the people who, even though they saw a whole different thing, still told you Jalen was this and that, you know, they're having their day right now because they're all on the I told you so, even though two things can be true. He could have been ass last year, and he can be an MVP candidate this year. It's a hell of a jump, but two things can be true. Like, what you saw last year is what you saw. Like, y'all were making that up. So, you know, it's, but, of course, they want to come now like they knew it all along just because they were rooting for it. Now, yeah. like I said, if anybody on Dallas can run their mouth before a matchup, even though, you know, we got the Bears this week, they got the Jags. So both of these teams are being disrespected <laughs> because the focus has been turned to a game that's more than a week away. But, um. Yeah, if anybody can talk, it's dude. Like, that's the dude y'all going to have to shut down. And Lane Johnson was doing a very good job of it in the first matchup until he went out and then dude started to go crazy a little bit. So, you know, they're going to have their hands full with boy either way. So, if any cowboy can open his mouth I, I gotta, and, and I gotta get some theory. bulletin board gotta, material, it's boy. I got a theory, and, and it may be reading in too, uh, too deep, but – what I've noticed over the last two games of observing uh, Micah is he's getting fatigued playing with his hand in the dirt. And when he plays against teams that actually run at him, because he's lighting the behind, it's a different story. He's getting a little tired. It's a little difficult for him to be the playmaker that 
you know, everyone wants him to be. And I took from that interview that as much as he likes the glory of playing DN, he knows that he still benefits from standing up and actually playing linebacker in coverage. And it's better on, it's easier and better on his body. I think he's trying to bait, he's trying to bait the Eagles into having Jalen Hurt throw the ball more so that he can rush the passer as opposed to doing what we do best, which is maul him and run at him. And we got a young coach who will probably fall for that bait because a lot of times recently, like the Eagles start the game out passing the ball entirely too much. You know what I'm saying? Now we're, we're that team now. We pass the ball, get a lead over inferior teams, and then we run the ball, you know, once we get a, a two-touchdown lead or so, instead of just balancing it out from the door. I think they're going to have to do a better job of that because you have to keep – once you get into the playoffs and you play good defenses, you got to keep honest. you got to keep them guessing. You know what I'm saying? So you can't drop back scripted the first 10, 12 plays and, and then throw in a run here and there. So I, I, you know, as good as I think the coaches have done in their one and a half years here, you know, it, certain few things should be tweaked in the game plan so they don't become too predictable. Because then we're going to get to a point where they're in the playoffs and people are going to be on some, I knew they were a fluke, where that might not necessarily be the case. Your game plan might just be a fluke. You might be too predictable and it makes you look bad. Whereas the Eagles in the offensive line can pretty much mash against anybody. So, you know, they, I think they go away from that too much sometimes. They right, so, too much pretty cute stuff. In those last two stories, there was a lot of shade being thrown. Um, but, you know, RG3 told you bugaboos and you jigaboos that y'all need to calm down. All right, so, Jimmy, what happened this week, my dude? While everybody was on the Grizz Naive. Yes, sir. And while you were on the Grizz Naive, it's brought to you by Digital Extreme Technology. The bottom line is if you need a custom website, go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203 and go, yeah, and get that discount. Shop at Digital Extreme Tech. And but, I ain't um, seen Tobias yet. And if he is in there, I don't see nobody with their, with their hand raised. So, Tobias, if you're trying to... Rap. All right, he heard me. He pressed one before I even said anything. All right, well, let's get this I off thought he was out, and then we'll talk I thought he was out on the milk run or something. <laughs> he, was, he was out trying to console DJ Twitch's wife. Oh, that's too soon. Hey, yo! <laughs> yo. What happened this week, man? What's wrong with y'all? All right, real quick, my bad. I'll tell you. JSU hired their new coach, T.C. Taylor, an alumni of the school, the current wide receivers yep. coach, um, and the, the, the players love ball. Like, I posted, I don't know if y'all saw the video I posted you know, last night it was, when he was the announced as the coach of the players. The bumbles. Yeah, the players went absolutely, like, Nutty when he is announced, they love him. So, you know, we'll see what he does, man. Shout out to uh, Coach T.C. Taylor. Um, That's crazy though. I really, I still, I know my sentiments. I, I think it's, I'm, I'm happy. Boy got a job. It's probably a job he's been looking for his whole life. It's going to be so unfair. 
the expectations of him following in the you know following Deion Sanders because you already heard yeah. the people that try to justify Deion losing like well somebody need to take the baton and then do this and do this don't nobody know TC Taylor's name until it was said this week so it's just not going to be the same like TC Taylor ain't going to be able to get power five talent to come to this school and people have to be realistic about that because when he fails to do so then all attention is going to be on him well they had the chance Dion set the blueprint no there's no blueprint to being as popular as prime that's not a blueprint that's just, that's just him that's his life so shout Listen, out to man. tc I taylor man to... i wish you all the luck give you all the respect i just want y'all man. to know out here about to be an unfair fire anybody i trust anybody named coach taylor that's all i'm gonna say hell yeah Run through a wall for you, TC. <laughs> so with that being Say that, said, and man, then um, his pregame speech gonna be online. It's gonna be weak. <laughs> yo, he got it. He got it. Yo, he got to start writing that right now, dog. He got to like come with the like the Gettysburg Address, right? Like, at least once. <laughs> <laughs> you know start saying? off like I know we ain't gonna be shit no more. Like, let me start. <laughs> <laughs> If you listen to he me, wants to, you know, you got to start off like, look, they, well, for Coach Problem, they said we weren't going to be that. You know what I'm saying? But but we here, you know, and you, when you have a good speech, you got to repeat like one phrase all the time. So you got to say right. something like, you know what I mean? Like, we here, you know. Anyway, no, nah, he, he can definitely keep saying that. And then at the end of the speech, it's like Drake just busts out the back. Like, started from the bottom, now we hit. He can do it. He oh, yeah, can so do we it. Write, we writing your speech for you, T. Let's go, Coach Taylor. Let's <laughs> hey, get it. Take notes, my dude. Um, <laughs> All right, so next story that happened while you want to grit Sai is the New York Knickerbockers. You know what I'm saying? Knicks tape. The Knicks are back. All that good stuff, man. They um, posted a photo from their holiday back party on. that went viral. Bow. Back, movie. back from the milk yacht. They got clowned because it was all kinds of milk, mayonnaise, and paste in that joint. Like, um, Yo, there were five, six players in the photo. Three one sister. Three black people. Three black dudes. Um, I think it was Jalen Brunson, uh the ball name. Um Julius Randle. Julius Randle and the and the Duncan dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. my memory is real messed up. Right dude. The boy that was in the dunk contest. What was his name be Austin? Oh, I don't remember both. Light skinned boy. Either way. It was those three. They were the black dudes in the photo. Um, I think uh, the young, the white boy from Villanova was in the photo. That's what it looked like. like Archie Dockin' Knockin' Nas Nas. Do he play for the Knicks? these boys' names, man. Yeah. Two white boys, three and it, black and, boys. And, 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 a, and a Ukrainian boy in the picture. Everybody had a white chick except for the Ukrainian boy. <laughs> the Ukrainian boy uh, had the only sister in the photo. So is this and um, by the way, Tobias said you're talking about Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin, yeah. yeah. Obi real name no gimmick. <laughs> Obi getting the Obi, Obi getting white Toppin. <laughs> so yeah, I mean this, this is nothing new. And and for everybody that I saw, especially the women, black women who saw this photo, they're like, it's nothing new. But my whole point of sharing it was like, okay, I know it's nothing new, but when does this get old? Like, that's my question. Like, when does this get old? A couple of brothers get some money. It doesn't, they go doesn't get the old, yeah. and that's what integration and that's what integration was for in the 60s. So that, 
you know. But really, do you think integration? They they didn't want us messing with they. That, that think this is. I think this is a backfiring of integration. No, 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 no. No, he said no. Be Austin is saying that this is this is no. Be Austin is saying we wanted to integrate. Yeah, he wanted to stick his pole into the milk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because I was about listen, to say, they had, damn sure didn't want that. Well, they didn't. Want no, we had, but we even had one, things. We had even things the ones who the fought with us and was like, "All right, you know, they're human. They need to be in society." I still don't think they was like. We had we'll things. Offer we up had our things wives and our daughters. Up, you know but because of our because of our inferiority complex, right? We look at ourselves as inferior. So the minute we get to go drink some of the white man's water, some of the some of the white man's ice, some of the white man's daughter, um, <laughs> then, you know, there, there, there we have it. And uh, and that's and that's all part about it. Is, and right? I'm gonna drop an ultimate jewel on a mic drop. Listen, the only thing that reverses white supremacy, racism, and the negativity that black people has faced is black love, black marriage, black family. Don't Absolutely. do that. Now, with that being said, though. But that being said, I do want to just point out, because I'm all about data, 80% of black men marry black women. That's a fact, though. Um, Ain't that for data. And even when you look, it, it, no, no, it, Jimmy, it, it's 100% fact, but it's not promoted, and, and people don't know. Uh, it. It's not promoted. Including it's black absolutely people. not promoted. But now, the second black thing is this, though. The second thing is this, though. When you look at the NBA, right? 20% too high. You look at LeBron, CP3, you know what I'm saying? All these, all these like, top guys, they um they got sisters as wives, like, you know what I mean? Like, that I mean, part so, isn't promoted. No, it's not. So with that being said, though, another thing is, like, somehow on TikTok, my algorithms got me part of, like, um, you know, the uh, the players' wives, like, TikTok. And a lot of them dudes got black wives. Like, but the fact of the matter is it's still, it's still this, like, um, narrative that's out there, and that picture didn't help. That picture looked disgusting. I ain't going to lie to you. No disrespect <laughs> to uh, – to them, but like when I saw it, I just bust out laughing. Like, hey, yo! Like it just looked wild. It looked wild because it's the like one they took that picture on was purpose. The Ukrainian like, did y'all do this on purpose? Yeah, it's like, yo, y'all had to know this was gonna go viral. Bow, right, right. Like, yo, Umar, Umar just got on the John and Gate. You know what I mean? Like he just was on the Breakfast Club, giving out lashes. Like, come on, man. Yeah, they got all yeah. kinds of lashes for that one. But you know, it is what it is, man. Like you know, them brothers, man. Like. Yo, I don't even understand how I don't want to go too far, man. Cause I, ain't, I, I just don't understand it. Like you don't get your B off. Like what y'all talk about? <laughs> <laughs> like the shared uh, cultural experience is a real thing. Like anyway, young bulls don't know what being said, though, man. They care about it. With that being said, though, man, I to Mike Leach. Um, Mike Leach from Mississippi State. He passed away at the age of sixty-one. I heard the illest Mike Leach story ever. Um, this past week, as they were talking about, uh, you know, him passing away, the transition, where he, like, literally took the time to draw up, like, a playbook, right, <laughs> of, like, the first 20 scripted plays. Took the time, like, really to put it on real, like, everything exactly real, and had one of his assistants walk by the other team's locker and act like he dropped it. And drop it. Yeah, God. and then genius. You know, they thought they had it covered. They right. Must they ask that game? They thought they had it covered. He ran everything opposite and blew him out the water, and <laughs> it was the craziest story. Man. But rest in peace to Mike Leach, man. Shout out, yeah, shout out to Mike so, Leach. They said he died also, after complications related to a heart condition. He was hospitalized for a while. Yeah. 
But um, yeah. Yep. Also, um, Paul Silas, man, um, passed away at the age of seventy-nine, man. Speaking of Monty, Monty, as we talked earlier, I don't know if you guys saw where um, Paul Silas Jr. was like breaking down, and of course Monty, being a thorough duty, is went and like gripped him up and you know get yeah, consoled him and all that. It was like you know a video that you know that was making its way. You know, it didn't go too viral because it was black love. And like B. Austin said, they don't show black love too much. Yeah, but, if he, did, you know, if he ran there. over there and stole him or shot him, he'd be all over the net. Oh, that would have went viral. Yeah, <laughs> Bow. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's empower the Paul Thomas, man, NBA legend. Because we're on a sports show, I know I did a mic drop, but I got to I gotta go back and touch on, like, these new black millionaires that make that money through wealth or, or make that wealth through entertainment or sports, right? So this is how it favors the hierarchy or the power that be. You make the money, you marry the white girl, you die. Where does that money go? To her family. <laughs> white. That's, That's why I sort of favors them. Yo, y'all know in between, like when Paul Silas lost his first NBA head coaching job, it took him 15 years to get another head coaching job. Shout out to that's wild. Out to Cliff Kingsbury in the upsell. Dog, that's wild. It's dudes like Rick Adelman. Rick Adelman can get a job whenever he feel like it. <laughs> Just when he feel like coming back. I swear, I swear one I don't season, even know though, what Rick, Rick Adelman, Adelman coaches, does. Yo, I swear one season Rick Adelman was coaching two different teams at the same time. Like that's how that's how much job security he got in the NBA. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> but anyway, you know, is Rick Adams still alive? I don't know, but if he want a job tomorrow, he can get one. <laughs> Yo! Yo, the walking dead. <laughs> From the grave. <laughs> he going to walk up on you. <laughs> From the grave, like, yo, I'm back. They were like, all right, cool. You got a contract. Hey, yo. What's wrong with y'all? <laughs> yo, Paul Silas, man. Rest in power to the legend Paul Silas, man. Um, last thing, man, as we watch the World Cup, an Iranian footballer has been sentenced to execution because he was campaigning for women's rights. Yeah, this pandering got him the death penalty. <laughs> yeah, he's he going to die for the booze. All right, but, of course, the, the headline doesn't tell you the whole story, though, because it was, it was supposedly like some kind of armed um, protest. So, you know, I guess he out there threatening violence. So it was a little more to it. I mean, still. You know, a bunch of people, you know, pretty much threatened and and, and laid down some violence in, in the United States Capitol um, a couple years back. And, you know, none of them getting anything near execution. And half of them probably not even going to jail. But that's neither here nor there. But, um, yeah, they take that real seriously over there in those, those type nations. Um, remember... America got in a little bit of pregame beef with Iran because of um, the reporter being upset of soccer, the the American soccer program talking about how they treat women over there in Iran. So it's definitely a serious situation. How'd that reporter fare at the rest of the World Cup? (laughs) Yeller. No, I'm just saying, like, I don't, I'm not saying that it's a conspiracy, I mean, I, but he did make – he he made those statements, and, um, uh, you know, he's no longer with us. 
Mm. I don't know. Well, that one he was. Remember, he was talking about. You know, he he made the statement. He was talking about the QI. He was talking about the. Yeah. He was talking about Dwayne Wade. Yeah, he, yeah, he was, uh, he was talking about people. all of it though. He brought up, he brought up, he was bringing up all kinds of stuff. No, yeah, like, you know, I mean, he, he did because that's why the Iranian reporter was mad because American reporters and um, just the soccer organization in general were tweeting things about their treatment of women. So, like Jimmy was saying earlier, like the politics surrounding these type of games gets a little crazy because people get personal yeah. instead of we just going to go out here and play you in a, in a foosball match. Like we out here talking about what your country does as far as human rights are concerned and stuff that ain't nobody's business. And yeah, some people don't no, make it home. The thing is when these, these fans though, cause these fans be like, yo, the other day when, um, <laughs> when Morocco lost, like yo, their fans looked like they were in literal agony, like pain. Like yo, I've seen people yo, in the football when they when they when they played and and, and, and Rick Adelman is still alive. Fought, when they lost to France, guys, there was a riot in Paris. Morocco fans versus France fans, like a literal riot because there's so many Moroccans in France. There's Moroccans yo. on the French team, so they lose us. They lose a a sporting event and they act like Americans who who lost an election. That's crazy. Yeah. Correct. Hey yo, hey B Austin, I do got one question before we before we uh before we move on and then tell us what happens in Dayton sports history. Since the MLS is such cheeks, what is the best league for someone to watch if they want to follow the sport? Oh man. Um Premier? probably the probably the easiest league to access is the Premier League because that's the focus, them being the UK, the UK being the fifty third state of the United States, it gets a lot of pub, gets a lot of play over here. So the Premier League, and to be fair, it does have the very, very, very best athletes, not necessarily the best soccer, but the best athletes, and it's a million times better than MLS. Each league has okay. its own little flair, like the Spanish League and Portuguese League, that's a lot of beautiful quick passing, quick dribbling, all that. The, the 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 Premier League they just get them they just get them 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 they get them African they, <laughs> they get them Amazon yeah he's trying not to say it. yo no I'm let me ask you a question man I'm looking in the uh in the group me group <laughs> Casey Max said so Jimmy I asked again what's the suicide rate of black men married to black women it's hard being married to the sisters yo man damn yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm not caught yo I am not commenting oh. on that one but uh but uh oh. Oh. But be honest, let me ask you a question. Like, who, what 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 FC does Jimin root for? Who's Jimin's favorite team or player? Manchester United. How about that? That's everybody's favorite team. Yeah, Man, know, Manchester yo, all, United. All, is, all the black mm. people in Philly that like soccer, they all like Arsenal. I have no idea why. Like, they must yeah, be like Arsenal. 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 Don't LeBron own a piece of Manchester? Yeah, he, he does. But I is also it a, is it a gigapiece? The sport is piece, piece. in the in the world. So there was 208 million people that tuned in to the Super Bowl last year. When Manchester United played Manchester City in a regular season game, guess how many people tuned in? Come on, yeah. 700 million. I don't million. even know. Come on, man. 700, 700 million people. people. To watch a yeah. regular season. Day service. You said that was Manchester versus who? Manchester huh? City. Manchester City. Well, I'm, I'm a Manchester City. 
I, I, I pick teams. I pick teams by league, which some people say is, is a little bush, but f y'all. So I got no, a he team was, in every league. He was asking. No, I was asking who, who was they, they playing, playing. Who was they playing? I was they got Manchester the United versus Manchester City. Man, Man United versus Manchester City. So Man Manchester United is like seven hundred like versus Michigan State. Man United is like is like the Cowboys. Like, it's the world. It's the world team. Yeah, it is the Subway Series because they're in they're in the same city, Manchester. Mm-hmm. Man, uh, Man, City Manchester owned, city? Man City is owned by uh, a Saudi that has about a trillion dollars, so they just buy everything. Okay. And Man United is owned by the Glazer family, but not for too much longer. So. When Man City plays Man U, it's 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 a big deal. But Man City actually okay. wins championships, and Man United is like okay. the Cowboys. They've had a lot of historical success. Oh, they don't have to. Popular, fans, they're, yeah, yeah. Their fans are they, they're super popular. They walk around with their chest out, but they don't really win much. Uh, okay. Just saying. Okay. All right. So I'm going to give me the, uh, the the Premier League ticket now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you. <laughs> So man, man, United, the fans just be fuck him off, nigga. Fuck him off. Exactly. Yo, exactly. yo, yo, that's the greatest sound bite ever, yo. Yo, shout out to KG, man, because KG shout out, KG, yo, shout out, yo, shout out to the knuckleheads, though. Them last two episodes was really dope and fire. Like the KG joint, I watched the James Worthy joint today, which was fire. So. KG is the greatest uh, storyteller in NBA history, and I know he'd be lying on sixty percent of his stories. That's because KG talks like us. So entertaining, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, he said a lot of woo woo, like a lot of fillers, like woo woo woo. Like, yo, what does that mean, dude? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I'm talking to him. He's woo woo woo. (laughs) Instead of like blase blah, he say woo woo. It's woo woo. Yo, he talk just like us, though, cuz. I mean, yo, shout shout out to KG, man. What's up, Lord? You know, his Michael Jordan story was the truth. Um, not the truth as in he was telling the truth, but it was the truth. Like, that was a great story when he yeah, played KG it. KG calling man. people Lord is hilarious, too, yo. Right. And you see and that Paul Boston. Pierce, yo, and he was like, yo, tell him, tell him when you beat AI in the playoffs, Lord. <laughs> yo. Yo, and I'm I'm not even cracking a joke. Yo, is KG down with the whoop? I don't know. No, 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 no. That's some New York. Oh, yeah. That's some New York ish. It is. That's that. That's why I hear. I think. I think. I think. I think KD Never. might be down with the vices, man, because he keep call, he called everybody Lord. What up, Lord? Neff, Ray, Ghost. They all. They all use that. His stories about playing pickup in Chicago and GD territory. Yeah. All right. So um. Yeah. I guess, hey, let's finish this before we get Tobias on. Tobias can end it this evening. This date in sports history brought to you by Sports the Book. Y'all know what it is, man. Smart people only read the sports. Written by War Room Zone, Jimmy the Blueprint. Make sure you get your copy of the greatest sports book ever written. You can get that at warroomsports.com, sportsthebook.com, amazon.com. Just don't miss this movement. Go get that. December 15, 1980, the New York Yankees, Dave Winfield becomes the highest paid Major League Baseball player. Yo, he made, he, his contract was 10 years, $15 million. Yo, this is on the, yo, yo man, uh, Mike Trout 
got like a 11-year, $426.5 million contract. But in 1980, the highest paid player, 10 years, $15 million. We have come a Yo, long way. A long Inflation way, is a baby back bitch. <laughs> no, you realize Yo. that my guy Mbappe makes that every two months? His whole contract? Yo. Yo. Yo, that guy, Yo, Mbappe yo, makes seven and a half million a month. Crazy. Wow. But what we gonna what we gonna do right now? Whenever we bring the money up in soccer, we gotta bring it up. We gotta talk Cristiano. Four four years, six hundred and fifty million dollars. Shout out to Messi, man. Shout out. Oh, to that's Messi. Okay. But I know that um, was Messi. Yo, Messi's contract literally bankrupted uh, Barcelona. Off that one deal, then he went Saudi. Then he went Saudi about to pay Cristiano two hundred and seven million dollars per year. Yo, he, yo, he's got a thirty month contract that's two hundred and seven million per year. <laughs> but in nineteen eighty, the biggest contract in baseball was ten years, fifteen million. Be often. He I was probably broke up now. The boy Dave Winslow probably broke. Up Mbappe's contract. Mbappe made yeah. his contract is three years, two hundred and twenty-five million. Right now, yeah. this is, he's twenty-three, getting ready to turn twenty-four. Oh, no, 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 no. L- listen, become, that ain't even the most money he's gonna make. I know where you going. That ain't the most. That's money what I'm getting ready to say. They, they say, yeah, no, no, they say he's right now to he's, get, he's, he's he's at the top of the, the pay the pay scale with everybody, but he's also yeah, getting he's ready about to, to get aging at twenty-five. At yeah, 20, he, he's, he's only 23. He's about to be 20. At 25, he he's will a free make, agent again, coming make, off of he will $200 make million. A billion. He'll, he'll make a billion. He's going to make a billion because he's going to re-up at least three more times. At least. And by the way, this has nothing to do with his Nike deal or any of his other deals either. <laughs> yeah. yeah, y'all might have to put the basketball Jimmy, down, Jimmy, dog. Jimmy's a Mbappe fan. I, I like it. I like it. No, no oh, I, I'm, I'm referring everybody black. I'm like, I'm like Issa Rae, dog. I'm referring everybody Chase. black. Chase trying he he trying out for the middle school soccer team. He's getting back in it. <laughs> yeah, man. Put, 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 them, put, yo, put them hoops down, dog. Pick up them baseball bats <laughs> and then back in. No, no. The hoops is right. We're going to keep the bat and the soccer cleats. We're going to keep that. Yo, I'm mad that Ronaldo made that $27 million this year. And he was when I cut the John on, he wasn't even starting. Like, I mean, that's Trey, Turner, Trey Turner just got $300 million from the Phillies. Got, I'm pretty got, sure when, when Chase get his oldest Trey Turner, he's going to be as there. fast as Trey Turner. So. I got, I got on, on the whole Ronaldo, not, uh, the whole Ronaldo not, not starting thing and the way that he was treated, you know, it, it, it's, a little, it's a little whack. But, uh, hey, man, today, just today, Fabrizio Romano Hendricks was signed to Bars, um, Real Madrid for the 2026 20, through 2020. Uh, 30 season. He's 16 years old. He'll receive 35 million plus 25 million in add-ons and 12 million in extras. He's 16, uh, and he won't play for the team for another two years. All right, man. So when nephew signed his first deal, just make sure you remind him. You know how, who was we was touting him on national radio. <laughs> Yo, when he signed when he signed the deal, War Room Sports is his agent. I don't care. If we don't know nothing. Yo. <laughs> so I'm gonna stay away from the milk, though. All right, let's nah, go to the. Um, you don't get a Spanish man. All right, um, <laughs> we got the bias calling in from Arizona. What up, man? Roll What's down up, tide, hoop, number four in the country. Hey, here's a stat of the week for you guys. 
This is the first time since Nick Saban been in Alabama that the basketball team is ranked higher than the football team. Uh, <laughs> and this the year will team mark took the, down two number ones last week. And we got Gonzaga this Rolling. weekend in Birmingham. Make sure, make sure you don't park out in the wrong part of Birmingham, there, people, because your car will get broken into. But uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, also. This will be the first, after this season. This will be the first Nick Saban uh, first time that a Nick Saban recruiting class hasn't gotten two national titles. That's crazy. But a uh, couple of things I want to say first. And Bob's girlfriend is black, by the way. Uh, you know, but yeah, uh, let's go, Frank. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, Frank. On his back in Africa, John. Yeah, because I was looking on the I, – I, I, I was doing some digging while y'all was talking. And it looks like as a, like she's black. I was like, look at him, Bate, hanging around B. Austin. But uh, the New York Knicks, right, I don't know if y'all watched the boys, but those boys – I was I was scared that Lori Harvey turned all the uh, turned all the FIFA uh, out because she had a couple yeah. of them boys eating yeah. their butt. You make it do sign NDA. You think those rich dudes care? But anyway, I don't know if y'all watched the boys, but the New York Knicks was sucking on that milk like, like Homelander was on the boys. But uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, but it's show what the media wants to promote, and you know, uh, like LeBron for example, he leads. Even though he's out on social media. He kind of tries to be as private as possible in a way, you know. He don't be like we all know who his wife is, but at the same time, you walk past on the street, you probably be like she looks familiar, uh, you know. And I, I just think that a lot of these people they just try to live I private do. lives because many people public figures forever. And, but but the media doesn't promote it at all, you know. Even like Shaq's wife, they weren't promoting that for a while. Even Chris Paul, all that stuff he's done. But you get a role player with a white woman, they promote that all day, <laughs> you know. But uh, but one thing also, the significance of that, what people don't get, I know y'all do, is even if they get divorced, that black woman will still have a good job start economically, the kids, and they'll still be black. Because, uh, like, when Michael Jordan divorced Juanita, got divorced, she got a $128 you, you, uh, million check, <laughs> you know. You, you got to uh, know the the, 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 the the biggest or the richest black bi- female billionaire in the U.S. right now is because of Bob Johnson and his yeah. and his divorce. But Tobias, when you say these things, you have to speak to the context of marriage and what it serves and what it's for. People just think it's love and romance. It's business, cause she's supposed to build, cause she's supposed to like, cause it's like Game of Thrones, for example. You notice when they try to match the houses up. Because it's about building wealth, building a legacy, pass it down to your family. But let's say Scottie Pippen, right? You know, his wife, Larsa, she had to bang in every role player in G Leaguer out there. Uh, but if something happens to him, guess who's getting the bread? Her. And, that's, and she's white. They ain't spending money with black people, building black people. They're going to go back to their own. And And I think that is what it's the big thing and people need to break it down that way. Why it's so important that once we make it, make sure it's our own because we can build with our own and create for our own, you know. Listen, man, we don't control the media so therefore we can't like we don't put those images out, man. 
Wise man yeah. once told me that the media the media is the most effective devil in America. You know what I'm saying? Um, so they, you, they can use that, you know, give use use for good or used against you. So, you know. But like yeah, the people to your point, hangs out with <laughs> Kyrie Kanye, the guy, the guy Kanye loves, says a good guy, used the media to his advantage. Finally, that name nameless. Uh, <laughs> but you're right, because yeah, you don't control the media. And, uh, and that's why, when you don't control the media, you don't control, like, like media is the biggest form of property. But that's why it's up to black people who have media followings to share this stuff, be talking about it, you know. Because out here in Phoenix, this is interracial capital. These dudes be wearing boat, sh- boat board shorts and boat shoes, trying to get in the white boy club, trying to get white women. But what they don't realize is unless you're in the NBA, you're getting the ones they don't want. <laughs> you know, just being honest. And, uh, but yeah. I can't tell my mom. NBA players ain't really getting the cream of the crap, but that's either here nor there. I ain't trying to get on my Kyrie both parties, but anyway, uh, but <laughs> but <laughs> one thing also, cause I, cause like I put a post on Facebook, and I'll tell a buddy of mine in the barbershop. They talk about how like the NBA don't get big ratings. I was like, I think the pro- part of the problem is there ain't no real rivalries, and also these that works to air NBA games like big matches, like like a week or so ago we had Giannis versus Luca. They don't hype them up. They don't make the NBA must-see TV in the regular season. All we keep hearing is, oh, the regular season doesn't matter. It's all about the playoffs. After the Milwaukee Bucks that last year where they tried to tank for the third seed to play my sorry-ass Bulls, and they had to go to Boston for game seven well, <laughs> in the second round. How can you hype up regular season matchups these days when you ain't sure if the dude's going to play? Or better yet. <laughs> They also got to have that time to talk about the Cowboys, LeBron, mad at Westbrook, Tom Brady, and another redundant top, Baker Mayfield. You know. Hey, man, Kawhi <laughs> showed up to work the other night, and he who he balled out. I ain't seen him play yeah. in a long time. And Kawhi don't even want to be there. <laughs> it, but it's not there. It's not yeah. Clippers. It's not personal. He just don't want to hoop. <laughs> yeah. It, the problem is like... that the NBA has, I, I think, what happens is people, casual fans, go get the conflict. It's like like with the Suns and the um, Pelicans been beefing. That's good for the game, you know. I know Adam Silver wants everybody to be friends and hold hands. That's good. Conflict brings out people. They say, man, these people don't like each other, man. I'm going to go out here and check this out. And, you know, and, and I think that's good for the sport because the Bulls didn't like the Pistons, vice versa. Uh, the Lakers and Celtics didn't. Uh, you know, LeBron had to go against the Celtics. You got to have that type of stuff. In the first, Lakers was a rivalry. You got to have that stuff because you're also bringing in casual eyeballs. But I think they got a fan-friendly problem, too. When you're excusing cats sitting out in November, when the season starting on October, talking about you got a rest. <laughs> there was no Olympics. There was no World Cup. And I'm thinking it's like you got to make it because football has that perception thing. Where hey, I'm hurt. I twist my ankle. But I'm still going to play. That makes yeah. it. I think that's a fan fan friendly thing. And you showing the fan, hey, it's important. I paid three four hundred dollars for this ticket, and you're doing everything you can to play. But when these guys say, yeah, I'm resting, <laughs> that ain't good. Hey, listen, and it's man. November. This ain't the last game of the season. It's November. 
<laughs> you know, <laughs> players be like, "Fuck your three hundred dollars." <laughs> yeah, but but yeah. you know, they, they co- all that low management and Kawhi still tore his ACL in the playoffs. <clears throat> <laughs> I mean, some would say that's why, man. But you know, I forgot Kawhi yeah. was actually an NBA player till like the uh, the other day. Somebody said that he was. Uh, oh, it was KD. KD said that Kawhi is one of the top small forwards of all time. Right. He said Kawhi, like LeBron, and he said Kawhi, LeBron, and him. I'm like, who? 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 Hey, the Spurs probably retired. Hey, I think the Raptors retired in Jersey already because they thought he quit. Uh, you know, but uh, you know, but it it, it 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 like one thing, right? I've been arguing with Bulls fans on Twitter. Dev gets on me about this, but I think it's time to blow it up. <laughs> It's over, man. You, 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 uh, you I mean, can't pay all the money. Like I, 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 I get on your body because you say that about every team. As soon as somebody loses a game, yeah. you know, every team, up. after every loss, you want to blow <laughs> everything up. <laughs> you want to blow it hey, up. Hey, man, I'm sorry. I'm done, man. Hey, I'm done. If y'all want Zach Levine on the on the Sixers, we'll give it to you. We'll even take that guy, who, the fat guy who just runs around and get his cardio in. PJ uh, <laughs> Tucker? You know, Tucker? Yeah. <laughs> The Lakers will um, give you DeMar and Boots for the for Westbrook and those two unprotected first round picks. Cause LeBron's desperate, <laughs> you know. But uh, but you know, I give you short time court months for Zach Levine. Hey, screw it, because all he does, you know, the one thing about him that I don't like, he's so athletic, but he doesn't get to the line enough. I'm like, bro, you ain't Clay Thompson. He, you got hot. What happens? The worst thing that could What's happen that? to Zach Levine is he start making threes. Now, just like Westbrook, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and one thing y'all said about Paul Silas, rest in peace. But my favorite Paul, I wanted Tyrus Thomas going to the funeral. Uh, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> y'all remember that time Tyrus Thomas tried to talk smack and Paul Silas jam him up on that locker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Paul Silas, you know, big Paul Silas is a big guy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, but it's so, but like one thing is that uh, you're right about those black coaches. They actually got more black coaches in the league. I'm still wondering why Doc Rivers still got a job. But uh, <laughs> you know, but uh, top fifteen of all time. Yeah, I'm like they got they had to have other coaches better than him. And Dale Harris and stuff. I'm sorry, I don't care, man. Doc has done the least with the most. And uh, but it shows the power of being liked. And I've always joked around and saying even quarterbacks. Your team, your quarterback needs to get in a position where it's everybody else's fault. They'll blame everybody else because they like him. And uh, just like with coaches, Red people fire. like Doc. Yep, <laughs> people like Doc. He had look at all the talent he's had over even those Celtics teams. He underachieved. He should have had more than one Listen, time. Listen, man. Brett Favre is so loved. He stole from poor people, and they still love him. Anyway, That's man, we got to get saying. out of here, Tobias. Yeah, and, hey, and the crazy part is Jimmy and um, B can attest that I've been saying this about Doc since the Orlando days. Now it's popular. Back then it was like yeah. blasphemy for me to Yo. say that. Now, now it's popular. You pooped on Doc from the outset. <laughs> but one thing I'll say this before I run, guys: if you want U.S. men's the U.S. men's team to be good, you got to get those Swanquavius cats. But you got to bring the white girl to the field and show the pictures of the absolute soccer players with the white girls and the salaries. You will have the Quarius and Swan Quavis on those teams in no time. Man, hey. I don't think I don't think I brothers know. recognize the bread over here. Once they start seeing what the contracts look like, I don't root for the U.S. team like, anyway. Uh, 
Hey, so hey, hey be off the call, pick up a basketball, oh, be off and suck a knife through it. So you kicking the ball. You ain't dribbling <clears> nothing. But uh, so the is <laughs> hey. go play for Ghana. I root for him then. Hey, Word. but you guys have a good one, man. You guys take it easy. All right. Take it easy. We out of here. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us uh, this evening in the War Room. The bottom line is this, man. Anything and everything we do could be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. That's all of our previous shows, all of our partner shows, everything. My book, Sports to Book, everything can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. We will be back here next week, so make sure to tune in. But, again, the website is warroomsports.com. But until next time, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war against ignorance, and we'll see you chumps on top. Suck him off, off, nigga. Suck him off. www.warroomsports.com What? Ain't no more to it.